0: Well, despite the fact that we're in the midst of, uh, you know, just a completely slow news week, month, this is the doldrums of the NBA offseason. Kylan Mills is going to join me to try to spice things up. Rich Paul did give us content to talk about slandering Stephen Curry. We're going to discuss that and so much more next. This is Locked On Warriors.
1: You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow Kylan Mills on all social media platforms at her name, Kylan Mills. Are you on threads yet?
1: No, I'm not on threads.
0: <laughs> what's, the, what's the lag? What's going on? It's, it's starting to blow up it's no Is longer it? yeah oh yeah absolutely it's getting there yeah I'm and been busy <laughs> yeah you got it you definitely got to get on that train it's, it's starting to pick up uh but regardless follow kylan at kylan mills you can follow whenever me whenever i'm threads. on
1: threads i'll be kylan mills still so just like right search it
0: <laughs> exactly there you.
1: <laughs> one of these days you'll see me on here very
0: soon <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on threads and instagram at dog wild how are you doing i, I saw you covering the big 10 um, what are your thoughts on the Warriors, though? I mean, it, it, you, you mentioned before we started recording how certain publications that report on the Warriors even they're dried up. It, it's it's we're in the midst of it for sure. What are your thoughts on the Warriors? How are you feeling about them? And how are you? Yeah,
1: doing? Um, I'm ready for the season to start. I'll tell you that much. I feel good about the roster. Would love to see one more big be added. That's something that has continued to be on my wish list throughout the season. Uh, but just ready for the season to get here. Like things are as slow as it gets. Like you mentioned uh even You know, a number of the normal beat writers who are finding things to write about the Warriors, like they're all on vacations. (laughs) It's just a slow time, Uh, but it is cool to see Steve Kerr with Team USA. Uh, They're off competing in the FIBO World Cup, so that's one thing to keep an eye on. Uh, He did have some funny comments about Austin Reeves, but that was a few days ago, even like as of today, there's like not much going on. But I don't know if you saw that he he was joking about Reeves and what the Lakers did eliminating the Warriors because Austin Reeves is on Team USA, so it was a lighthearted comment, like nothing even, you know. There's no meat to discuss there, but, uh, you know, FIBA World Cup, I'd say, is the only thing going on in the basketball world majorly right now, at least surrounding Golden State Warriors ready for the season. I think the team is going to be good this year. Would still like to see a little more front court depth. But, um, you know, I think it's a good roster.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I saw in the and this is where I love when we do live shows. Uh, people yeah. actually like will break news to us so alexander the the first chat comment writes why would to the lakers no and we're we're recording this at approximately 8 30 p.m uh pacific time half an hour ago christian wood i just looked this up reached a two-year deal with the los angeles lakers so the lakers just got bigger they got christian wood that's another player we're going to cross off the list for the golden state warriors man we we timed this really good um Perfect. Kylan, over the last week, week and a half, there have been a lot of players that we've talked about that, that could serve the Warriors well with that 14th roster spot. JaVale McGee became available, and then the Kings snatched him up. We've been talking about Harry Giles III, and the Brooklyn Nets snatched him up. Uh, Christian Wood, we thought, was a long shot. Uh, you know, People were wondering why he was still available. Uh, maybe he has some personality issues. Well, the Lakers decided we're going to look past that. We're signing him. There aren't a lot of players left. Uh, Last show I did, Kylan, uh, with Ryan Leong, uh, I I brought our our mutual friend on the program. We talked about the fact that the Western Conference is super deep when it comes to front courts. And the Warriors just lost another potential big. How are you feeling right now to this? Because I'm not feeling great.
1: Not feeling great at all. I just mentioned front court depth, the one thing that I think would improve this roster, I was super disappointed to see the Kings pick up JaVale McGee. Like I think they're a team that is very strong in the front court now combined with Deer and Fox. They already had Sabonis who, you know, he had some jarring back in the fourth in, in the playoffs, but still at the end of the day, is, you know, a great piece in their front court. Um McGee added depth disappointed to see the Christian wood news, because as you mentioned, the list is getting smaller. And one thing about Christian wood is he's not too old. Uh, he's just about to turn 28 years old. He put up good numbers for the Mavs, despite being limited in terms Mm -hmm. of his minutes, he wasn't a regular starter, but he still averaged more than 16 and a half points per game, more than seven rebounds per game shot, more than 51% from the field. Um, and also was nearly 38% from deep. So exactly what the warriors are looking for in terms of someone who's able to stretch the floor, uh, you mentioned maybe some of the other, I don't know what the drawbacks are exactly, but you know, to me, this was another very, very good and viable option that the Warriors have now let go. I would love to know what the plan is for them to fill out this roster because I'm sorry, but no more Andre guadala I'm done with that. I'm done with him taking up a spot. Um, love Dre, love, you know, having him around the organization, but he cannot stay healthy. Um, and I just think they need more front court depth. I think you're absolutely right. When you look at the Western Conference, like automatically teams need to be building around how to shut down Nikola Jokic. And you, the Warriors don't have an answer for that right now. Um, no. They already got beat up in the front court by the Lakers. That's why they got eliminated last uh, season. You know, that's a big reason why. Luckily, they kind of figured it out against AD, but he came out and absolutely smoked them, just dominated in the paint on both ends. So to me, it's like the team didn't necessarily get that much bigger or deeper in the front court this offseason to where I suddenly feel like super confident that we're going to be able to handle it. But now you look at the Kings and Lakers adding more front court depth, like it's definitely not something to feel good about. I don't even know who's left on the list that I feel good about the Warriors adding. Like I just
0: yeah, I mean Bismack Biombo' is the only name left that i that I see out there who could come in and not be a liability. Like he can give you uh, I, the last show, someone I thought um expressed this brilliantly. They're like, Bismack Bismack Biombo will come in, give you six fouls and eight rebounds, and that's all you need. It's perfect. Uh, so he's still out there. One name that's been linked to the Warriors, um who's still out there. and I don't know how you feel about this. I don't know if I, if I've asked you about your feedback on this is Blake Griffin, who um, apparently will not return to the Boston Celtics. Uh, That news was dropped today. Um, And again, the Warriors have reportedly expressed interest uh, in in Blake Griffin. What do you think about um, about Blake? Would you like him on the Warriors? Greg King mentions Myers Leonard, I guess. Yeah, there's players like that out there too, like the Frank Kaminsky's of the world. But what are your thoughts on Blake Griffin? Because he's actually been linked to the Warriors, unlike Myers Leonard.
1: I just feel like it's such a big drop off from talking about Javale McGee and Christian Wood to Blake Griffin. Like, I just feel like (laughs) Blake Griffin is kind of washed. Like, I I just like his best days are behind him. Whereas you're looking at a Christian Wood who's like 27 years old, 28 years old, who I think can bring a little bit more juice and and you know a little bit more energy. Um, How old is Blake Griffin now?
0: Oh, he's like 34, 35. I was gonna say he's four in his
1: there. mid-30s, right? And it's just like, God, this roster is already so old. Like, that's my only thing. It's just like, I don't know. I, I just. Yeah, 34 years could, old, yeah. Yeah, I would say. And I just feel like based on the way he plays, like he just seems like he is at the very, very end of the last lifeline of his career. I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's and maybe the reunion, yep. maybe the reunion with Chris Paul. You know, yeah, I, they spark up some kind of connection. I, I don't know, but I mean, I just don't see. I just it excites me way less than it does that talking about a Wood and McGee. I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy for any big at this point.
0: Yeah, well, I, Kurt, Kurt Porter and her Chad mentions uh, Bo who's seven four, but I don't know if he's can still play serviceable minutes in my opinion whatever big you get it has to be someone who can not be utterly and completely exposed in these crucial uh games against teams like the Nuggets. i'm mean, nikola jokic he was already amazing now he has world championship experience under his belt I, and, and javel mcgee would have given you a good 15 minutes i, I don't know if Blake griffin's gonna do the same um, that's the
1: thing I don't know if he can even sustain that um his numbers yeah. were the worst of his career last season and that's why I say you know bring up the just wash back like I don't think he's ever gonna get back to where he was and it's like how much workload can he handle like we already have all these old players who are getting injured left and right like it doesn't ha- help if the depth is like you know someone who can't <laughs> as Andre just said in the chat can't dunk anymore <laughs>
0: He dunked last year, though he did. I saw him he do did. one dunk. I would
1: say I think he did. He can still <laughs> but dunk, but it's not like laugh. what he
0: used. To be. It's not like no, it's me. not.
1: He's nowhere near what he used to be. When you look at you know the connection he had with Chris Paul and you know the the Lob City stuff, it's not what it was. So, so I guess that's just my point. Riding another old player who's a possible liability to get hurt, who's clearly at the tail end of his career, based on the fact that he had the lowest numbers of his career last season. Like, it's just hard to get really excited about that.
0: Absolutely, uh, I'm with you. And Jace Johnson, uh, Poison Clan, 1707, I would love him. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, sign me up. Uh, I, it's going to be probably someone obscure. I, I have no idea what the Warriors are going to do, but they do still have that one roster spot. Um, when we come back, uh, we, we got to play this soundbite. And again, you know this the news cycle slow when uh, Rich Paul is suddenly in the headlines. I mean, he's a player agent, but his opinion, because he's buddies with LeBron James, apparently carries weight. Uh, it's got people talking. It got Draymond Green even talking. He tweeted uh, in regards to the story. So we're going to play that sound bite and we're going to discuss it uh, and much more when we return. The chat's open. We're live. If you throw in anything interesting, we'll obviously talk about it. Uh, first, got though, got to give some love to Bird Dogs. Um, tell your hubby, please. I have his Bird Dogs clothes in my possession. I'm going to hook him up. Uh, and gentlemen out there, Bird Dogs is for you. It's men's clothing, and it's all about fulfilling two key variables for modern fashion, style and comfort. And that's what Bird Dogs does. If you just wanna lounge around on the couch all day, if you just wanna sit in front of your your, your computer, in front of your TV, whatever you're doing, just chilling, it's great for that, it's comfortable. You're gonna feel very cozy. Yet, if you suddenly gotta leave the house, you gotta run to the store, uh, you gotta go get something to eat, you don't have to change. That's the beauty of Bird Dogs. You're comfortable, but you're also stylish. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA or enter the promo code locked on NBA at checkout for a free bird dogs, water bottle with your order. I have one. I love it. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you.
1: You are locked on warriors, your daily golden state warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For the everydayers, we're going back to a full-time schedule in two weeks. Kylan, are you ready? We're going back to five days a week. I'm ready,
1: and I hope there's news (laughs) and things to talk about. But yes, very ready for basketball to start back up.
0: basketball yes us going five days a week i don't know yet but i'm totally with you uh i but regardless yes we are going back to a full-time schedule in uh in two weeks um which means training camp is just around the corner i am very excited for basketball to come back um follow kylan mills on all social media platforms at kylan mills her name super easy mine is pretty easy on threads add dog wild one word so Rich Paul was on uh, one of the player podcasts that's become pretty popular, and that's uh, Gilbert Arenas' show. Uh, I forgot. I don't know what his show is actually called, but it's the Gilbert Arenas podcast, I guess. And he had a former Golden State Warrior, by the way, and, and, and a huge reason why rules were changed for second round draft picks because the Warriors just watched. The second round pick of bears rise in ascension to borderline greatness and then watch them just walk away because the CBA rules back then did not allow the Warriors to match what other teams were offering. It was ridiculous. So anyways, Gilbert Arenas has a podcast right now and uh, he had Rich Paul on and Rich, the the conversation went to the bubble and whether or not uh, LeBron James's fourth world championship carried gravitas uh, whether or not it carries the same amount of weight as as the other championships do. A lot of people criticize it. They call it the bubble championship. Uh, they call it the Mickey Mouse championship. So Rich Paul had to uh, bring up uh, Stephen Curry's name in this argument. Why? I don't know. Take a listen. I'm
2: not, I'm taking that, Not even focusing on that. All right, right. If Steph wins in the bubble, do they discredit it? Yeah, you got no. to. No, no, they do. We yeah. still saying the same thing. No, we're still it's a bubble ring. We're still a, saying it's a bubble it's ring because yeah, it's we, circumstantial. But you, one, but, but the media, you're talking, talking about the yeah. Media, yeah. masses about the that. Yeah, anybody, so the but most like, people listen to. Exactly. they that's still a, getting the same thing. Strength, I mean, yes. yeah, outside of, outside of LeBron and Steph, yes, they they it's just gonna be like, okay, you hey, they But, they're, two but the they're, best. Two, they're the only two. They're the only two that's gonna get slandered for yeah. sure. For, yeah, for sure. Because it's just different. I'm just I'm just saying, nah. you know, no matter who would have won it, I just felt like under those, I was in the bubble. Mm-hmm. So under those circumstances, you getting up, you testing every day, you know, you haven't seen your family in ninety days. If you made it that far, and to me, it was harder because. When you look at the two teams that went we know what the heat culture brings Mm -hmm. right and then you had to have leadership between rondo LeBron, ad they had a they had a very adult team once they got in there for the most part to be able to lock in and gotta remember the distraction that happened in the bubble when they stopped playing yeah
0: Okay so that so as you can see there the propaganda machine for LeBron James in full effect there that's one of the huge reasons why I love the fact that Bob Myers is now part of the NBA countdown crew the Stephen Curry has someone in his corner and on, on, on this uh the NBA national uh, uh scheme what are your thoughts on what Rich Paul just said there right like how Stephen Curry if he had won the title he would not be criticized for winning a ring in this isolated environment like LeBron James did your thoughts Kyle?
1: Totally false. That's my thought. I think that Steph Curry would be said the same thing. I mean, people still write off Steph Curry because you won a championship with Kevin Durant. Oh, super team. Oh, he needed Durant. Oh, he needed this all-star. Oh, he needed this. Oh, he needed that. Like people look for any excuse to write off Steph Curry's championships. It doesn't make any sense to me because I think he gets more flack or, you know, more people discrediting him um, in the national media and big picture in terms of NBA fans than any other superstar. Uh, I believe that a lot of people. I've criticized LeBron for that bubble championship, but I think that Steph has been discredited more than that. Um, The whole KD thing is the first thing that comes to mind that people like to say that that championship, you know, doesn't mean anything or as much for Steph's legacy because he needed KD and he needed another star and he couldn't be the guy, whatever. Um, So, you know, that if Steph won a bubble championship, that's the exact thing people would say. I don't have any questions about it. Um, LeBron took the heat, but if it was Steph, it would have been the same exact thing. People look for any reason to discredit Jordan, Kobe, and Curry better than LeBron. Ooh, I kind of <laughs> like that take. It's a hot <laughs> take, but I like it, Kenneth.
0: <laughs> uh, totally, it, it, it's it's ridiculous. Absolutely, I you know. I mean, if, do you
1: agree, Cy? Si? Like, don't you think you, that if it yes. was Steph, he would have people would have oh immediately God, the, been already, saying
0: that? I mean, all the slander he was getting before he won the Finals MVP. I mean. He yeah. is criticized, in my opinion, more than, and than any major star in the NBA. I think he's criticized more than LeBron, honestly. That's why it's a laugh when I'm hearing that. And, and I love how Rich Paul is, is throwing out heat culture. that No one was saying heat culture back in 2020. when the, and that Miami Heat team was so inferior to the Lakers. For him to actually say, oh, that was tough competition – that was not tough competition. That was a ridiculously easy NBA Finals opponent uh, that the Lakers had that year. It's it's asinine. This is, you know, look, Rich Paul is one of his best friends. Uh, a few years back, Maverick Carter was hosting some. Another one of LeBron James's buddies uh, was hosting a, a podcast, and Draymond Green was on the podcast. And people got mad at Draymond on that show, uh, largely because they didn't think Draymond was sticking up for Stefanov. There's a lot of people, at least on. Certain social media platforms, like maybe it's Twitter. I don't know. But there are a lot of people mad at Draymond um, about the fact that they don't think he sticks up enough for Stephen Curry. They're mad at him because they think he's too buddy-buddy, too chummy with uh, LeBron James. I want to read to you this tweet uh, that Draymond published today. Uh, he was quote-tweeting someone who was echoing similar sentiments, how Draymond, you know, like he, he doesn't pick a side. Uh, you know, how he's, he's almost disloyal to Steph. So Draymond Green wrote this in Twitter today, quote, imagine overvaluing your opinion so much that you get this caught up in two men's lives. Start using the word enemy to describe two black heroes and then proceed to falsely accuse another black man of playing both sides. Both sides of what to be exact? A pointless debate? Or the simple appreciation of others' greatness? I am super confused on what sides it is that you speak of. Lastly, I don't play anything but basketball. You don't make it this far in life playing, with the exception being playing basketball for me. Good luck with the debate, unquote. And I think what Draymond is ensuing is that in their lives, in their private lives, they're not having these kinds of debates. There is no Steph versus LeBron. There is no animosity. I think that's what he was saying there. Uh, what do you, what do you have to add to Draymond's comments on Twitter today?
1: Yeah, I was reading, I, I was reading through that and I had to a couple times because I was also trying to decipher exactly what he was trying to say, but I think your point was pretty right. Just in terms of uh, the fact that this is a non-issue amongst the actual players, amongst people who know basketball, amongst people who have won championships like Draymond Green, like to me. I think that he's just pointing out the fact that he thinks the discussion is pointless and it's a new media, uh, type of thing. He's saying old media versus new media. That's the other thing that came to mind. He's just like, Oh, old media, always trying to, you know, figure out some way to pit one star against the other, to devalue one, you know, one's accomplishments when in reality, you know, they don't care Steph and, and, you know, Steph and, LeBron, Steph and other stars. Like they don't care at the end of the day about this kind of stuff. Like, but I I don't know. I I read through the comments a couple of times to try to figure out exactly what he was saying, but that's what I took away from it as well. Um, and I will say like, I get some of where he's coming from just in like the Steph versus LeBron, LeBron versus MJ debates. Like it does get tired at some point. Like, Something that Draymond mentioned in his tweet was, you know, at what point can we just appreciate greatness or something like that? And that's like always my approach to those types of things. Like some people will get so heated, like one way or another, about LeBron versus Steph, LeBron versus Jordan, whatever. I personally think Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. But at the same time, like just be happy and appreciate greatness, appreciate what these players have done in in different eras of the game and different styles that they played in. To me, it's, you know... Rich Paul trying to go come up with some reason to, you know, say that LeBron is the goat. And like you said, (laughs) it's, it's what he does. So
0: eh. he does. And he made some ludicrous points in that show, but I just wanted to play the Stephen Curry part of it. Uh, We got a few minutes here. Uh, I want to bring up team USA, uh, which Steve Kerr is coaching a drastically different result from uh, the last show we did where we were talking about team USA uh, is suffering an upset loss to Lithuania uh, this time they play an Italy team that was much smaller. Uh, they run a motion offense similar to what Kerr runs, and Team USA blasted them in a must-win game. The quarterfinals, one hundred to sixty-three. Uh, the gold. The, I keep calling Team USA the Warriors. Uh, team USA has advanced uh, to the semifinals. I want to make some corrections. I got called out on threads. This is this is how I know. Threads is growing. People are now starting to uh, 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 it's not tweet, post really? at me, thread at me. Yeah, well, and they were right. I And I acknowledge that. I'm like, you win. Yeah. You're right. Because I said that uh, FIBA games have 12-minute quarters. They actually have 10-minute quarters. I was totally wrong there. My apologies. Um, so they, they play 40-minute games. And I have to give that individual kudos there. Uh, so my bad on that. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Kylan, though? Because what I, what I don't have any regrets on from the last show is that the, the Team USA was grossly out-rebounded, 43-27 in that game. And Steve Kerr, just like with the Warriors, does not play as bigs. I mean, uh, Paolo Benchero, uh, I feel like should be playing more. I love this kid. Walker Kessler, the last game they lost, only played six minutes. Um, you know, so I'm still seeing this small ball kind of mentality with uh, international play. Uh, any thoughts that you want to add to, to the Team USA action?
1: Yeah, um, I think that you do have to utilize bigs, especially in the international game, which is – You know, at least from what I've been told from players and from what I've seen in a lot of leagues, it is very physical. Um, But I also think that, you know, at that point in that match, in that game against Lithuania, the United States already knew they'd secured their spot in the knockout round. So, like, to me, you know, yes, you still want to win and you don't want to be, for example, embarrassed with a loss or anything like that. But at the same time, like, it's not like they had the same incentive of something to play for because they knew they had already advanced. Um, And then in terms of this win, I think this is a great response against Italy. Um, It was like the least points that the U.S. had held or the fewest points the U.S. had held a team to since like the early or mid-90s or something. I can't remember what uh, World Cup it was. Uh, But also something to keep in mind to me is I actually think that the U.S. has been performing well considering the players on the roster. Um, You know, this U.S. roster includes not a single player who's competed in a previous Olympics or World Cup and not a single player who's been named to the all NBA team. So the idea Mm. that this is like the best players in the US is false by a long stretch, even though, you know, obviously that's what you think of because players do look for opportunities to play for their country. At least in the United States, a lot of guys don't want to risk getting injured. A lot of guys want to enjoy their time in the off season, but especially now you're getting closer to the season. A lot of, players, especially older players, like you look at a staff and a lot of people were trying to get him on that Olympic team and he wouldn't go. But at some point for some of these guys, it's not worth risking injuries. So, um, I think USA should still win. I think they should still win it all. They should still advance, but in terms of Lithuania loss, I wasn't that concerned. The team, you know, knew that they were going to advance to the knockout rounds. I still look at this roster and think this is a lot of guys who are inexperienced at the international level, not anywhere close to, the best players in the United States. And so I think that they've done well overall. Um, And the margin of international teams have closed, according to Richard. Um, I will agree with that. I will agree with that. And I think that's a part of it. Um, I think that the U.S. not playing with their best players is now seeing that they can't underperform because other teams have caught up. I think that's absolutely true basketball is rising in popularity worldwide. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a big thing that needs to be pointed out um, when you look at the global scale for a long time. And, you know, we've called the NBA champions the world champions, but leagues are getting more competitive around the world and players are getting better and basketball is getting more popular. Um, so that is something to also keep in mind to where when the U.S. doesn't have necessarily the roster that is full of superstars, um, you know, much more competitive roster when you look back at the Olympics compared to the World Cup. Um, you know, the gap is closed and they can't afford to play sloppy and play bad. They have to actually play up to their potential to beat some of these other countries. So, um, but I'm, I'm going to be very curious to see how it plays out. Um, you look at that Olympic team, everyone was freaked out. They, it was a historic loss before they, in exhibition, before they even left for that Olympics to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. If you remember that it was like the first time Nigeria had ever beat USA people. Cause that's something Draymond also tweeted about was that the people very quickly started to turn on usa basketball um during the olympics so he's like you know hey chill out in the lithuania loss this team's still gonna win and i think they came back and responded um i think when the team plays well they can win it all but they have to actually play well like i'm saying i think they have to apply themselves like this is not a situation where the u.s can just like skate through half something (laughs) it
0: absolutely um and just to add to the mix like the, the reigning fiba world basketball cup champion Uh, Spain they're not even playing anymore Um, I think the 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 silver medalist from the last run is also out Um, just to to give you uh, some history uh, Team USA in the last five World Cups in 2002 they finished in sixth place Uh, that was a team that had Paul Pierce on it Um, in 2006 they finished bronze that was a team that had LeBron Dwight Howard Chris Paul Carmelo Dwayne Wade Uh, in in 2010 they got a gold medal that team had uh, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. Uh, in 2014, Stephen Curry's squad, uh, Kyrie was on that squad, uh, James Harden. Um, they got a gold medal in that one. And then in 2019, it was pretty abysmal. They finished in seventh place. Um, and someone asked in the chat, is Steph going to play in the Olympics next year? I believe that's the plan. Um, especially with his current head coach expected to be the head coach for the Olympic team. So yeah, I do think uh, Steph will play in the Olympics. So um, great show as always, Kylan, uh, any final thoughts before we, we call it a wrap.
1: That's it. Ready for the season to start, ready to get back into our uh, more regular episodes, but first there has to be news to talk about. So <laughs> yes. uh, things will start heating up as you know, preseason and training camp approaches.
0: Absolutely. Folks, have a great night. Kylan, great to see you as always. We'll be back at this soon. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. No buys from you.